On this episode of the Fran Lover Show, we're talking to the legend. I'll tell you who he is when we come back. Right here. Special guest, the legend, the icon, really like that, Mr. William O. Butler. Yeah, Junior. William. Nah, let me stop playing. We call this man Bill Butler. You know what I'm saying? The legendary roller skater, still doing it to this day. How are you, sir? Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad at all. After that introduction, how could I be doing other than dino? Hey, you you see what I'm talking about? Dino, not Dino Mike. Dino. Dino. Let me tell you something. This man got lingo for days. How are you, sir? You chilling? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, chilling is the word. That's the young boy in me. You know, you chilling. You know what I'm saying? This is the distinguished gentleman. I'm over here. Yo, you chilling? You know what I mean? Everything all right? You know what I'm saying? Still a little verbal. Yeah. <laughs> tell everybody who you are, even though I just gave him a little bit about you. <sighs> well, uh, he's right about the name. That's a good thing. And uh, actually... He knows me also as Jammer One, and this is something because I've created a particular skating style that I hope someday is going to be the uh, epitome of roller skating throughout the country. Okay, so tell me where you're originally from. Where were you born? I'm born originally in Detroit, originally. Michigan. Detroit. Detroit, Michigan, yes. Back in the days, which I don't care to mention. Really? Why? Oh, it was tough times. All right, so I want to hear about the tough times. Tell me something. Oh, man, the tough times was tough. If I, if I just mention, mention, excuse me, if I just mention a year, you know what I mean about tough times. What's the year? 33. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Oh, man. The way I heard about this man was him in the roller skating world. always heard about him in what we call right here. You know, he blesses with the shirts back in the day. Bill Butler. Empire Roller Dome. This man used to throw parties on Thursday nights and he used to be crazy. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what first brought you to Brooklyn? So, matter of fact, question. Did you, when you left Detroit, did you go straight to Brooklyn? No, I left Detroit when I was 19 because I enlisted in the Air Force. That's what got it started. And uh, I spent 10 years in the Air Force. Uh, 1963. I was stationed at Warner Roberts, Georgia. Uh, that's why I was discharged, and at this time I was 29 years old. And uh, so my assignment had been uh, Brooklyn, but the first time, the first time I went to Brooklyn was in 1957, July the 7th, as I remember. Coming out of Alaska, which I was then still in the Air Force. Mm -hmm. So it was 1957, July the 7th, yes. And as soon as I got my 
assignment headquarters where I was going to stay, I looked up the nearest skating rink in Brooklyn, mm -hmm. and it was Empire. I get to get me a cab, and I hustle my way over there. And uh, the old man who has since died of long ago, his name was Mr. Abrami, he, he owned the rink. Mm -hmm. They called it Empire Roller Drum in those days. But I went in, and uh, I brought my own music. I had uh, Count Basie, uh, Night Train, and I asked them would they play it for me. It was a little 45 record changer. Okay, okay. So, uh, and they played it for me. By this time, you know, I was, I had made it, made it up in my mind that I was going to, I was going to change roller skating because I used to skate freestyle up to the age of 20. I used to do Russian splits and all that stuff, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't like that. I mean, it was all right, but I didn't like it. I knew I had to do something different. Mm. So I said, I'm going to create a whole another style. So I came up with this thing I call jamming. And uh, so when I get to uh, uh, Brooklyn, that's that's why I got this shirt on. It was given to me by one of my students, and it's apropos to what we're talking about now. It's just, that's where my story began. That's what's up. But anyway, uh, that was the beginning. And uh, as years passed, I started, at that time, I started working on the style and creating at that time. And, uh, and the next thing I know, uh, I got everybody trying to do this stuff, you know. And uh, I didn't know what I had my hands on at the time. And was that really the beginning? I, I, I had no idea. But I knew it had to be something because that was the only rink that I knew of at the time it was skating seven days a week. Oh, okay, okay. Monday through Sunday. Mm. So let me ask you a question. In 57, what did the crowd look like? What what kind of crowd was it in the rink? Was it a predominantly white, predominantly black mixed crowd? Or because I, I know it said seven days a week. So what did it look like throughout the seven days? Like what kind of crowd was it? Well, it, it was predominantly black. Mm -hmm. And... Um, That's Brooklyn. Every, yeah. <laughs> That's Listen, Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And every now and then you would get uh, some white people that would come for various reasons or different occasions, mm -hmm. uh, promotions and things like that mm -hmm. that might take place. But on a regular basis, for the exception of those, the white people that might live in and around the area might show up every now and then. All right, so when did you first promote your first party there? Like when did this night pop up? Oh, this night with Bill Butler? I don't know exactly exactly when that. Uh, right now, my shirt says 1957 to 2007. You was popping. Yeah, that sounds like a whole lot of money. Yeah, right yeah I was. Uh, I How didn't did actually. You get that started? I didn't actually start. Don't be about the money part. I didn't actually start. To, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't actually, dude, that's just me. That's how I do. <laughs> I didn't actually start the parties in 1957. That's when I hit Brooklyn. Right. Okay. And the parties started. I would be remiss if I didn't say that at least they started in uh, 58, 59, okay. yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. Those stories tonight, because we had opened in Central Park, <coughs> excuse me, in 1958. We did our first thing in Central Park, which was Good Skates. I was connected with Judy Lynn, mm -hmm. and uh, we opened outdoor skating in Central Park. 
Julian from the Hamptons. Julian from the Hamptons. You know I'll be following you now. Yeah, I know. You know you said Hamptons. You that's like, true. I that's said true. Hamptons because I did my research. No, that's true. I know. You know what I'm saying? You know where the money is. Yeah, right? I know where the money is. <laughs> so, so we started. We started functioning in the in the city, and uh, so I could say, easy, early, early seventies, late sixties, the parties, mm -hmm. and. Um, so we used to do serious parties every Thursday night. I was doing between eight and 900 people every Thursday night. And uh, we had, uh, it came with a t-shirt, ID card. Mm. And you walk in one room, you get a t-shirt, you come out the other side. It's just like a driver's license, because I had this machine mm -hmm. that would laminate uh, with your picture on it, take your picture, do the whole thing. You were selling fake driver's licenses. That's what you were doing yeah, up there, Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that was the first time I learned. Uh, that's when I first learned the scam. No. <laughs> no. It was then, because I've always tried to develop a night where skaters, because I always, I always thought I knew what the skaters wanted. You know what I mean? In terms of the music. Uh, you know, secretly, uh, sometimes you, can, you can't always uh, speak out because things get misconstrued etc so I was trying to just make it happen knowing in my mind what the end result would be so I was trying to structure the technique I was at the same time uh, the good Lord above was feeding me this information in terms of the technique itself and that's how I developed what is called skate stop where you do all these different moves in X amount of seconds so all these things were evolving and uh, and it was controversial as to what I felt about, again, what I thought that the skaters deserved as opposed to what they needed. Because now, if, if it's one thing for you to be able to have that concept and that desire to do something as an individual, and it's another thing to have somebody to work with you to get the same thing done. In other words, as we say now, everybody's on the same page. Right. So we're all trying to get the same thing done, doing different things. Mm -hmm. So if you don't run into people that have that same concept, mm -hmm. you know, they're trying to do their thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you have to have a leader. You have to have somebody that, that people believe in. Mm -hmm. You have to have somebody that understands the, the, the originality of it and not be picking it apart. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and, and sticking holes in it and this sort of thing. I use that expression. Let, let me interject real quick. That was a big word for me, interject. Listen, people. This man has a book out that came out in the 70s. And if you Google it, it's called Jamming. And I know all the skaters know, for the people that don't skate and that don't know nothing about roller skating, this book goes for about $2,000 and change. You know what I'm saying? So he know what he's talking about. About two grand in change. And if I get my hands on it, I'm going to take it down, auction it off. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. See what I mean? That's why I learned. He's the second one I learned how to scam. That's how... <laughs> <laughs> I did a show once with the Isley Brothers, as an example. See, at Studio on, 54. You're stunting on me. So, you're stunting on, you're well, stunting on us well, right no, now. No, I'm just trying, no, I'm just trying <laughs> to give you an example. I love it. No, I, I, I just drop shit. I mean, I'm, I'm skating. You're the only with, black dude with shit I'm in, in Brooklyn, the hood. I did, a, I did a show at Lincoln Center with Murphy Brown. Uh oh, see? With, with, with uh, Peter Duchin's band, you know? 
See? So it's things like that. I mean, I got I got a little history to touch. You know <laughs> Just a touch. You know, a little Broadway here, a little Broadway there. Hey, he's stunning. You, you name it, I've done it. You know what I mean? A movie here, a movie oh, there. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But the bottom line is, I, I'm for the guy next door. Not the Olympian. Mm -hmm. I need the person next door, the one up the street, the one around the corner. I want this technique to have this viral effect on people because it, it has so many attributes. It, it's, it's healthy. It's a communicable. You, 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 you learn to function, especially when it comes to kids. You know, if this technique was as viral, viral as I wanted it to be, there wouldn't be any little chubbies. Okay. Because they'd be in such good shape. Okay. Name your crew that was with you in the, in the skate rink. Who's who's your crew that y'all was, you know? Diane. You had uh, Janet Burroughs. You had Maurice Gatewood. You had Mickey. You had Anthony Ford, mm -hmm. which is one of the first black faces on New York Magazine. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that was that was heavy. Uh, and that was about it at the time. You had Roslyn. Mm -hmm. uh, she was uh, heavy also. Uh, Patrick, mm -hmm. and do you know for the longest, I didn't know I had all these Jamaican skaters. They were killers, <laughs> but I didn't know it. Right. So that's so that I guess that's everybody what you was Jamaican, but me. And and so was Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson. So when did he come along? I know it came much later. Yes, he came along much later. Michael came along maybe after I was at, at Empire, for at least. I would say uh, 19 years. Wow. Yeah, because he was 19 when I met him. Oh, okay, okay. And so, you guys also did the movie Roll Bounce together? We did, the, we did, absolutely. I wouldn't have done it with anyone else. That's what's up. So how did, he, how did he become your student? So what did you see in him that had you like, I got to, you know. One of, the, one of the, the biggest things, two of the biggest things that I, I saw in him, the anxiety that he wanted so bad, he, he had that look in his face. And when it's right, it's right. I knew it was no sweat. I remember to this day, he said, when are you gonna teach me? And I said, right now. Mm. Those are the words, I never will forget it. Right. And he stuck with me till he did, till the day he died. Right, right, yes. rest in peace, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. So what are you doing currently today? I'm teaching. Okay. Every chance I get, I teach daily. Okay. So All hours of the day. Still teaching the jamming technique. Yes. And still skating the technique. All right, so there you have it. The legendary, the living legend, Mr. Bill Butler, roller skating still to this day. And I really appreciate you coming through and come kicking it with us, as we young folks would say. Yeah. Come kicking it with us. You know it. And in the roller skate world, let's go like hitch kick. You know it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate you coming through and, and just sharing some of your knowledge with us. And um, if y'all want some roller skate lessons, listen, reach out to him. You know, Google him, man. You know, I think you're you on Facebook, of course. Absolutely. Of course. So, you know, we'll put the link up for his Facebook page. And, um, you know, you're not on Twitter and all that stuff. You on Twitter? No, I'm on Twitter. But I know you're on YouTube, Legendary Bill Butler. Twitter is better. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Follow me on social media. Follow me on all my social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, my uh, website, friendlover.com, and you can find out more information about Mr. Bill Butler. He's still doing it. He's still kicking it. 
born in 1933, do the math. Oh, guess what? I, I can't forget this. Can't forget this. Oh my goodness. Where did Listen. You get, where did you get that? He got me a shirt. Listen, he's bringing gifts for the 2016. Yo, I love the way 2016 is starting off. Look, he signed it. Oh man, did I sign it? I'm framing this joint. I'm just letting you know. He signed the joint. Look, he had black hair. I don't know if y'all can see that. It's oh popping. Listen, that's going in the frame, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think nobody got this. It's going down. Mr. Bill Butler's the friend of the show. We out. Let's go, let's go.